Welcome to Dairy Stream, brought to you by the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, sister organizations that fight for sensible dairy policy in Wisconsin and Washington, D.C. Dairy Stream focuses on issues affecting the dairy community and our customers. Hi, I'm your host, Mike Austin. Well, thanks for joining us once and again today as we share this edition of Dairy Stream. You know, during this pandemic, there's been a lot of focus on essential workers, and certainly high on that list are our dairy farmers. And certainly they see their employees as being essential as well. So that's why today on Dairy Stream, we're going to spotlight what dairy farmers are doing to keep their team workers healthy and safe. Our guests today will both work directly with farm employees and are well-respected in the industry. They are Amy Penterman, who owns a farm in northwestern Wisconsin, and she also currently serves as the vice president of the Dairy Business Association. Along with Amy, we have Elsie Gonzalez, who provides customized consulting and training for the dairy community through her firm, Motiva Consultant. Again, thank you both for joining us on today's podcast. And Amy, I want to start with you and give us a little background and description on your farm operation and how many employees actually work at your farm. Well, we're located in Clark County, and we've got 850 cows, and it's my husband and myself that own Dutch Dairy, and we've got 14 full-time and part-time employees here. So maybe you can share then with us how you're approaching employee health and safety issues on your farm, especially when we're talking about you know COVID-19 and how your workers are really adjusted to maybe some new things you're doing. You know, our full-time employees, we talked about, we hung up our posters and we talked about what COVID-19 was kind of about. But what we really needed to focus on was our part-time high school students because our full-time employees were coming to work and they were going home. But our high school students, what they were doing with their schoolwork and where they were going, we really needed to talk to them about social distancing. And if you were somewhere to self-quarantine or let us know and just keep in communication with us. So really, we were focusing on cleanliness and social distancing and what did we need to do or if you were feeling sick, don't feel guilty. If you stayed home, don't worry about that. We'll support you. Don't come into work. Just make sure you take care of yourself and just keep communicating with everyone on the team. Now, prior to this, did you already have written protocols written down for your farm and now you've just added these other points to that? Yeah, we did. We've got we've got protocols in place if you're sick, when you need to call in, what you need to do if you're not feeling well and who can cover for who. And then we just added on to that with COVID-19. That is Amy Penterman. We also have Elsie Gonzalez with us. And Elsie, I want you to describe, if you could, a little bit about what your business is and what you do for the agricultural community. Thank you, Mike. At Motiva, I work together with progressive dairy operations and their teams to help them develop a strong dairy team, which in turn will be reflected in outstanding animal care, work quality, production, and efficiency. So this is how we do it. Since each farm is very unique, I work closely with each dairy farm to help them develop or updating their protocols for the different areas of the farms, not only milking, but calf barn, maternity, feeding, and everything is in both English and Spanish. And I work together with them to help them communicate their expectations to employees, explaining the why, monitor numbers, and work together with them to implement these protocols. I truly believe in using 
techniques that are specific to each firm employee's population, including a lot of hands-on to ensure that understanding and work with them to take the team to the next level. Now, Elsie, obviously with the COVID-19, we have new challenges on the farm and some things we've never experienced before. Can you explain a little bit about how you are directing a farmer's attention toward that and maybe some of the challenges trying to overcome with the producers during this crisis? Absolutely. Uh, First, there's a lot of information out there, a lot. However, it's important to mention that not all of it comes from legitimate sources, especially some of the information that several of our Spanish-speaking employees are receiving. And this has resulted in a lot of employees missing work, being afraid to drive, for example. This was mostly seen towards the beginning when this stay-at-home order started because they were afraid to drive and being stopped or even or getting sick at work and bringing it back home to their families. And on top of that, some of these firms needed to deal with confirmed positive cases. And not only they're, they're losing employees there because of the issue, after that when these employees, let's say these specific employees come back to work, then there's a stigma around it, even after this person has been out for a full month. And then we go through another wave of missing employees because they're afraid to be in contact with this person. So the best way and the the best way I've seen that dairy farms manage this is through communication. A lot of it. A lot. Over and over and over. A lot of it. And when I say communication and I mean that we as the very professionals, owners, managers. We should be the first educating and explaining first what this virus is about or then this applies to any hazardous on or unsafe scenario. And our part is assuring that that they feel safe coming to work, that we assure them that safety and health is a priority, that we want them to get back home in the same condition that they arrived to work, sharing what specific measures or precautions the farm is doing to keep them safe. And in that specific example, how are we keeping them safe from spreading it inside the farm and also avoiding it that diseases can come in the farm. And we can use specific examples of how, what other things we do at the farm with animals, for example. And, and relate that with how we're managing COVID right now. When you're talking about communications, and you're absolutely correct, I mean, that is a key aspect of any kind of business relationship. You have to communicate what your message is. How are you recommending that producers do this? As you said, some of their employees now have decided to stay home because of personal or family concerns. So are you telling them to do this through social media, phone calls, face-to-face, because you want them to have the correct protocols and information when they do come back to work. Absolutely, yes. As Amy was mentioned, having a plan, first of all, of how how we plan to manage this situation in the event that it happens. And the best way to do it, uh, I've seen farms are doing it, is face-to-face. Of course, uh, maintaining the distance, doing it on an open space outside, explaining to people. Some farms are using text messages, even videos. I'm making a lot of videos for specific farms, explaining things, Zoom, video calls, anything that works. One thing that we need to keep in mind is that employees are very diverse. Their backgrounds is very diverse. 
and we want to make sure that they understand it. So we may need to do a lot of one-on-one with specific employees that we think might be of concern. And let's say if we have an employee coming back to work after COVID, then we got to explain again to the team what's going on, what we are doing, and what will that mean, this person coming, in order to assure that, that, that they're safe, that there will not be a chance for this person infecting others. It's a lot of communication. And one thing, if employee speaks a different language, it's key to have an interpreter and a trusted interpreter. And it's not only handing papers of protocols or what to do, it is not enough to get employees a letter. It is not enough to give them a brochure. It is not enough to put a poster. Those are all good things, but that cannot replace the one-on-one in a language that they can also understand. Well said. Elsie Gonzalez, the owner of Motiva Consulting, our guest, along with Amy Penterman. You're listening to Dairy Stream. And uh, one more question for you, Elsie, and then I have another comment I want to get from Amy before we take our break. And we were talking about, again, getting back to communications, the importance of talking to those who, as you said, may speak a different language, come from a different culture. When we talk about the immigrant workers, especially culturally, how do I, as an employer on that operation, make sure that I have cultural understanding? Because that's an important role as well. It's key to remember that this goes also beyond culture, that each person is a complete separate individual. That's why it's important that we know our workers that we know their background, we know their education level, we know their country of origin, we know, for example, if they're from rural areas or or city, because that will affect the way we explain information, because this will affect the way they will receive and learn all this information. It's confusing, there's a lot out there, but if we know them, we're able to not only share as a group, but also individually, speak with individual employees and explain them one-on-one. As I always mention, not only putting a poster in there, not only giving them a letter, but having that conversation and asking if they have questions, having an interpreter in there. And that doesn't always mean uh, for this type of thing, that may be having someone from outside that we can assure that that person will be a trusted interpreter and will explain these things in the way we want it to be explained. We often use interpreters in the farm and that works really well when there are things that are at this level that it's related to the safety and health of employees, it's good to have something else. And asking questions, for example, asking a lot if how are they doing at home with their kids? They're they having some child care issues lately. If there's everybody safe at home, we want to find out more information about them because eventually, and, and if there's something going on, that will definitely affect how things are going on at the farm. So we want to ask as much as we can and provide that opportunity for employees to feel open and feel comfortable and feel safe, sharing their concerns, asking questions, and also provide an opportunity for us to reassure what we are doing and what what's our part to keep them safe. Yeah, certainly responding to questions is the key in that communication process. And Amy, I just want to share one other thing with you before our break. And we've been talking a lot about safety precautions, especially in light of COVID-19. But when you look at that, are there other things you're doing to show support for your employees, especially during this time of the pandemic? Yeah, you know, I agree with Elsie, and that's what we've been doing on the farm. It's the communication, and it's not just hanging up posters because we did that initially, but it's really sitting down and talking to everybody. We had team meetings so we could all talk, but then after that, you really need to get one-on-one and ask where the comfort level is. Do you understand what COVID-19 is? Because if we watch the news day in and day out, it does get pretty overwhelming and scary, and you don't understand the whole impact of it, and you've got everybody talking. So we really sat down and talked to people one-on-one, and we've got... um, 
some employees with families. We've got school-aged children. I've got young kids myself. So it's finding out, do they have questions about the schoolwork? Do they need to get in contact with teachers? And so I was able to bridge the gap there. And our school was fortunate. They've been delivering lunches. So make sure that the school-aged children have the meals that they need. And really, it's just being there for them and answering questions and not just slapping a poster up on Mm -hmm. the wall and saying, okay, read this. It's made us a lot closer as a team because you get down in there and you make sure that everybody understands what's going on and, and, you know, what we need to be worried about on the farm or what we need to be worried about at home. And so it's just communicating is so important. Finding employees also is important, especially during these times in which it's been difficult to get people to fill those jobs on the farm. And when we continue after our break, we'll talk more about that with Amy Penterman and Elsie Gonzalez here on Dairy Stream. Dairy Stream is brought to you by the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, sister organizations that fight for effective dairy policy in Wisconsin and Washington, D.C. As the most effective lobbying organization for dairy farmers and business partners in Wisconsin, the Dairy Business Association ensures that the interests of the dairy community are well represented in state and local government. EDGE, one of the top dairy cooperatives in the country, provides farmers throughout the Midwest with a powerful voice, the voice of milk, in Congress, with customers, and within their communities. The Dairy Business Association and EDGE Dairy Farmer Cooperative are proud to bring you Dairy Stream. Welcome back to Dairy Stream. I'm Mike Austin, and this is Dairy Stream, a service of the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. And today we're talking about COVID-19, its impact on dairy operations, especially in light of the relationship between employer and employee, what is being done to keep everyone on the farm safe. But also want to talk a little bit about making sure we have the employees needed to produce those high quality dairy products that we're certainly known for. And our guests, as I said, are Amy Penterman. She is a dairy farmer from Clark County and the vice president of DBA. Also, Elsie Gonzalez, owner of Motiva Consulting. And Amy, let's talk a little bit about finding employees. Obviously, that's become more of a struggle on dairy farms. I'm just wondering, has that been made worse by the pandemic? And what are you trying to do as far as taking other steps to make sure you can find employees that will do the jobs you need? We've been very fortunate right now to not have to um, have to look for employees, but at the beginning of this, we were going to hire some college seasonal help, and the uh, employee that we had hired, she had gone to Mexico, and so she self-quarantined for a couple weeks, and we made sure that she was clear. We actually waited about three weeks just to make sure that she there wasn't any issues, and then unfortunately, which fortunately, she serves our country, and she was called to active duty with the National Guard, so we appreciate her service, so we're waiting for her to come back from that um, from that service but what we're going to do is just have her quarantine and wait those two you know the two weeks to three weeks just to make sure that there's no other issues there and we're just making sure that everyone is self-quarantining and being honest because it's okay if you can't start right away it's okay if you need to wait we have no problem with that and we just it's just the communication that we need to work on and make sure that they know what's expected from us and what's expected of them but just on the subject of finding employees to fit the jobs you have on your operation has to become more of a struggle? Actually not. With other jobs, maybe temporary laying off individuals, we haven't had a struggle with that. We've been able to find some temporary help if we need to, so we really haven't struggled with that at this point. Now, Amy, farmers do business with multiple people in the community, so how are you handling visitors to the farm, especially in the light of the pandemic? 
You know, our regular everyday vendors that we've got coming weekly, we keep our social distancing. We make sure that we're not in close contact and we stay outside. We're really cognizant of that. And as for other visitors that come to the farm, we don't do any tours or we don't have any extra individuals that, that don't need to be here. We've just limited that quite a bit because we just want to make sure everybody stays safe and social distance. Now, we've been sharing a lot of information from Amy Penterman, a dairy farmer from Clark County and the vice president of the Dairy Business. Association, along with Elsie Gonzalez, who's the owner of Motiva Consulting. But getting back to the Dairy Business Association, Amy, I know they've been providing a lot of information to its members during this crisis, and that includes a guide for farmers regarding employee safety. Can you tell us a little bit more about that effort? I tell you what, that guide has been our saving grace here. We've utilized that. We've utilized the videos that are both in English and Spanish, and it just really explained it well, where we can understand what the what COVID-19 was all about and the, the amount of information that was available at our fingertips that we could just pull up and at different times review it has been a tremendous asset for us. So I just, I thank Dairy Business Association for everything that they put together because it's been wonderful to be able to utilize on the farm. And what about for you, Elsie, uh, what other resources are available to farmers that can assist them in this situation? I get to agree with Amy on that. I typically direct them to Dairy Business Association resources. They, they are very timely, a lot of bilingual information and organized, and they're also able to gather information from, the, from other companies that we do business with and put it all together in one. So I would say then that additional to DBA, definitely the, those businesses we, we do work for, and also the University of Extension, in this case, University of Wisconsin Extension has a lot of great resources by Bilingual as well. And similarly, uh, insurance companies, I have relied somehow on that as well. And other dairy farmers asking what they do, especially to keep employees safe, what, what practices they're doing and how is that going. That has been a main source for me to get information as well. So, Elsie, as we continue to open up our state and the country, this is going to be, as everybody's saying, a new normal. So in that perspective, mm-hmm. what long-term advice do you have for farmers? Just a wonderful question. And, and this doesn't only apply to COVID, I got to say that. And I know this, this was something sudden and unknown and that we're still figuring it out. But in general, that we do not need to wait to take precautions until something happens. We do not need to wait for that. We can plan ahead and establish protocols and for the worst case scenario, specifically related to safety and health of our employees. Because most times we are really, really good with the cows, production, efficiencies even making sure that employees relate well with each other. But the safety and health, being very proactive in making sure that employees understand hazards and unsafe situation at the workplace and that we provide the training they need and having a protocol that protocols that employees cannot operate, for example, equipment, machinery or tools or even work closely with animals before they receive the proper training. Because something can go wrong and we don't want to wait until something goes wrong in order for us to come up with a protocol. COVID is completely different to that, but I still feel that this has been a good opportunity to me to work with dairy producers to start putting some of the safety and health practices in place. And Amy, as a dairy producer and also a dairy leader, what lessons are you learning that you hope to apply in the future after the pandemic is no longer a concern? What are you doing now that you think, yeah, this is going to be something that we're going to institute for, you know, however we have this uh, farming operation? 
You know, we've always known how valuable our employees are, but it just shows the importance of really how valuable our employees are and how quickly things can change and how important it is to have a plan in place. And I think what we learned here, because we've got 10 full-time employees and everybody kind of has their own job that they do, we really need to cross-train. So in the event that something happens and someone would be out, that someone else could step in. And it's just really important. What we've learned for the future is just have a plan in place. Who can step in? How are we going to step in? What are the steps we're going to take? And be able to do that quickly. And that's really what we've learned and what we're going to focus on in the future. We have been speaking today on Dairy Stream with Amy Penterman. She is a dairy farmer from Clark County in Wisconsin and also the vice president of the Dairy Business Association and Elsie Gonzalez, owner of Motiva Consulting. And for both you ladies, as we close today's conversation, I'd like you to tell me what kind of advice or message you'd like to leave for farm employees. We'll start with you, Amy. My first and utmost is my respect for all of our employees. You're an asset to our dairy community. The news, we all talk about our essential workers, but truly you are so important to what we do every day. And the dedication to your job is so appreciated so much, virus or not. You're the backbone of our dairy industry. And I just want to thank you for your commitment and your work ethic to ensure that our farms keep going day in and day out. And Elsie, what would your advice or message be to farm employees? We definitely want to let farm employees know that we appreciate everything they do every single day. They're very valuable, and I want them to know that we care. We care about them. We want them to succeed, and we care about their families, and we want them to be a successful part of the community also. And we'll do whatever we need to do to make sure that they have a safe and healthy work environment. And I just want to tip my hat as well to those dairy farmer employers who have always had respect for their employees and have really learned over the last couple of decades to move from just managing cows to also managing people and to show them uh, the respect, the concern, the care, the communications and cooperation necessary to be a successful dairy operation. And certainly we have many of those that continue to move forward even during a crisis like this. My thanks again to Amy Penterman. She is a dairy producer from Clark County and also vice president of Dairy Business Association and Elsie Gonzalez, the owner of Motiva Consulting. We thank you for your time and interest in learning more about the dairy operation and industry. And I Again, we wish you safety and happiness even during these challenging times. And please do join us in the future for more insights on agriculture on Dairy Stream. The Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative would like to thank you for listening to Dairy Stream. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, please subscribe and rate Dairy Stream. We value your feedback. And if there's something you'd like to hear, just email us podcast at dairyforward.com.